Hey, Derek Jory here from Acro Media with a topic for today's podcast everyone loves to discuss, debt, technical debt to be specific. What is technical debt? Well, if you've ever built a minimum viable product site and added to it over time, you've probably accumulated technical debt, which essentially means choosing an easy solution once and needing additional rework to fix it later on. Technical debt is just like any other debt. It gets worse the longer you leave it, whereas little bits of maintenance along the way goes a long way. Acromedia COO Steve Netzlaw and our CTO Sean McCabe are well-versed in many things, including technical debt, a topic they tackled during their days as stars of the YouTube series High Five. Steve and Sean give you a breakdown of technical debt and steps to take to ensure your site isn't being held back. Enjoy. This is Steve. And this is Sean. This is Acromedia's High Five. So, Steve, what are we talking about? We're going to be talking about technical debt. That's depressing. (laughs) It is. I was kind of thinking of like how I could make that into like a mic drop, but it's really not one of those types of things. It's you just burst into tears afterwards. We're going to talk about technical debt, and it's just awful. Yeah. And technical debt is actually was something I used to have a hard time selling because I had a hard time explaining it, and I had a hard time explaining why it was something useful or beneficial to the client. Because it oftentimes seems... Well, I mean, it isn't. It's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of is, right? But it's the, it's the idea that you've continued to develop over time to a point where you have accumulated almost you know, bad code or code that is no longer helping mm-hmm. your, your, your website, right? Mm-hmm. And this is pretty normal when you eventually you, know, you develop an MVP or mm-hmm. minimal viable product. You would have market with it. And as you add on to your product or your, to, to your website, it gets to a point where if you could have re-architected the whole thing... Mm-hmm. You would have built it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a Lego analogy in a way, right? And you're kind of building up, but it was never in the original plans, and so mm-hmm. the architecture becomes weak over time. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that explaining, you know, the time to put go into it. That's that I always found to be a challenge as to explain mm-hmm. exactly what are you yeah. doing. What, when what you do say, I get? Yeah, I buy you fixing my technical. I can debt. explain that part, right? Mm-hmm. It makes it makes sense. The client understands. It's like okay, what new features do I get? What will be different? And nothing. Mm-hmm. But what are the types of like, okay, so let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit of, of what happens if they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit of why they should do it. Mm-hmm. So why don't you start with that? And even, so we said, what, what don't you, you don't get anything. That's not really true. Okay. Right? Do you get like a fancy new feature? No. Mm-hmm. Do you get fewer bugs? Yes. Do you get faster development time? Yes. Okay. You know, you, you, so you there get are, those things, right? Like an oil change to a certain extent. Or not an oil change, but you know, it's, you're, you're, you're tweaking, fixing your vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's some of that. It, it's almost the the debt one is fairly apt, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you get by paying down your debt? Nothing. You already live in the house. You already own the car. Whatever. You're simply not, you know, paying what you, higher what, payments. What are you doing? Is you're getting rid of it so you won't have payments, That's right. and you're not accruing more debt. Yeah. Right. Which gets worse and worse and worse, and then you drown in it, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and is, and so is that hitting a, a little nerve there for you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have debt problems. Technical debt problems is like a constant problem. I don't have financial debt problems. That we know of. <laughs> yeah. They're mostly illegal, so I can't really talk about them. Technical debt, though. Yeah. It's, it's that. So it's this, it's this thing. It's like paying down debt is not fun or whatever, but paying it off, you know, or not having it, mm-hmm. that is great, right? Like that is like a real stress relief. Okay, well, how thing. do we get rid of it? And so how we get rid of it is 
you know, you fix those things that you want to change. So we had a feature and then we added three more features. And then we say, okay, now that we have these four features, if we take the base and we actually re-architect it, you know, we can remove 800 lines of code, right? Mm. Because we can make one common base here. So now instead of maintaining four individual features, we're mostly maintaining one, one core feature. One feature then, of those and then, four and then, Yeah, and then a few small pieces of customization. Yeah. So if we want to add a fifth one, mm -hmm. it's really easy. We don't have to copy a whole bunch and change it. We just add a new little bit. Yeah. If we have to fix a bug, it's probably just in this one piece. Yeah. So... Fixing bugs are easier. Bugs are less likely to exist because there's one place instead of four. Mm -hmm. Adding the new feature is easier. Yep. So you get all that advantage, and it but it means going. But the initial bit of re-architecting that mm -hmm. that part doesn't get you anything right then and there. If you, it, it gets you stuff in future work. If you uh, stay on top of technical debt, mm -hmm. is it ever a huge cost, or is it something that you know is pretty feasible? It's very feasible, and it's it's easier if you stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. It gets it. It is like any debt. It gets worse if you leave it, okay. right? Because so if, if say I have those four things, and then I consolidate them down into one, mm -hmm. that's a bit of work. If I have fifteen things, mm -hmm. and I let it get that big, and now I have to consolidate them down, yeah. that's a much bigger deal. I'm like totally focusing on your hands right now. It's like <laughs> I'm not looking I, at I you should, anymore. We'll have to like get some sweet <laughs> graphics to show that or whatever. Um, I'm a, I'm a kinetic, you know, learner or whatever. I right? see that. Um, it's, if you, the more you let it go, the, the bigger the job is or whatever, the bigger the repair job, the maintenance mm. job is. Whereas if you do the little bit of maintenance all the time and you never let it get too out of hand, yeah, little bits of maintenance, mm. it, it's very maintainable. But it is that, you know, say we're doing, you know, 30 hours worth of improvements, maybe mm. we're doing five hours of fixing technical debt, right? Okay. Every time. But if it's, and where that gets into a problem is like we have a 30 hour feature. But we only have 30 hours in our sprint, and we want to do five hours of technical debt cleanup. Got it. No, Suddenly, no. The, the, that the, part the debt, gets, you know, oh, we don't yeah. need that. We, we'll, we'll get that next time, right? Yeah. But then it... And but then, then that's always the next yeah. time. And then suddenly I got 30 hours worth of, of debt, and I have to do a whole, you know, sprint on that. And, and well, But I need features to go out. I got a product launching. It, well, you could do that, though, too, right? Is, it, is, mm. it, you could just do actual technical debt sprint. You know, there's there's... Oh, you could, you know, as much as it makes sense to say, hey, let's make sure we do five hours of technical debt cleanup yeah. to stay on top and, of and something. And it might not always be a little bit that you can do five hours. You might do a few mm -hmm. sprints and you're like, okay, now that we look back at it, yeah. we didn't know at the time, but now mm -hmm. we should actually redo this whole part. That's a 25-hour thing or whatever, it. right? It can be like that because oftentimes what it is is it's not that – I mean, sometimes it's just that you program something poorly, mm -hmm. but oftentimes it was fine at the time. Yeah. And then as you've gone along and you've added more features, you realize it could be changed or clients have had different – or customers have had different needs. And they've been like, yeah. oh, actually, we need to do this. And you're like, oh, but it can't really do that very well. Yeah. But if we change it, then it can do this. Or actually, I can remove this down. Or there's a new uh, piece of functionality that I can use. There's a new feature to my language or there's a new library that's available. So I'm going to re-architect this and, and – when pull a piece out or something. Then my last question then would be, mm -hmm. when we go to do technical debt, you know, I, you, you mentioned re-architecting something, um, and you have the use cases of, you know, it was supposed to do X, Y, Z, maybe at the time, you know, you mm -hmm. didn't know, but over time it needs to yep. evolve and change. Mm -hmm. What exactly are we doing when we say we're re-architecting something? What does, what does that mean? Um, oftentimes we're uh, 
consolidating things, um, moving pieces around, uh, changing how stuff works. So one thing can be of, uh, there's a simple thing, uh, it's kind of a, a programming mantra, they'd say basically sort of a rule of three thing. Okay. So if you do something once, um, there's no point in abstracting it out into uh, a reusable function. Mm -hmm. Because if you never end up using it again, that work was pointless or whatever, right? If you use it two times, uh, it's probably still not worth it. Once you use it three times, now you should abstract it out, right? It's, it. it's kind of a rule of thumb. It's not a, a, a hard and fast thing, but it's mm -hmm. it's a general idea. So once you get to three, you're like, okay, I'm using this enough now that it would be more effective for me to make a central shared thing mm -hmm. that I can use for these three pieces. So that's one thing you can do. Sometimes it's maybe I had those three things mm -hmm. uh, or maybe I had, a, like you said, X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. Maybe Y and Z I don't use anymore. Got it. Right? But they're still in the code, right? Mm -hmm. And so... If someone's looking at it, they're confusing because the person sees this functionality and is like, no longer do I need to fix this? But then yeah. it turns out it's not used. You know where they're worrying about bugs or, mm -hmm. or things like that. And that needs to go, we don't use that anymore. Get rid of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's cleaning up things that we don't use anymore. You know, maybe we support um, an old type of product that we haven't sold in four years or whatever. We have a whole bunch of code <laughs> yeah. for that. Get rid of that, right? Mm -hmm. um, because it's just adding uh, more what they call cruft kind of in programming, which is sort of extra junk in the code that you don't need anymore. It. Um, so it, it's it's all these sort of various little cleanup things that make the code. Basically, what you want to do is you want to make it smaller and simpler anytime you can. Simple code is good code. Complex code is bad code. So if you have a complex piece and you can make it simpler... It, it sounds really easy. It's actually like sometimes really hard. Yeah, like yeah. the best code is super simple, mm -hmm. but it's not always easy to make that simple code. Sometimes you have to be very like really good developers can make really simple code. I think code. sometimes that's a, that was mm -hmm. a, a weird thing where um, some people think that like more code sometimes means good. I know like mm -hmm. as a developer that makes you cringe. Right? But it, it does kind of have that like opinion around it, whereas actually um, simpler, more streamlined yeah. code is actually better. The most functionality with the with the simplest code, mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't mean less of just like name your variables really short and cram it all together, but the cleaner, the more basic it can be, the easier it is to read, the easier it is to maintain, the less likely bugs uh, can do it. That's um, really if you look at bad code, mm -hmm. usually that's what it is. It's overly complex. It has parts that are not needed. It, it uses extra variables. It has extra logic that could be contained. Like there might be a system where say we, um, you know, we loop through a bunch of products and then we loop through a bunch of products again and then we search through products again and we could actually all combine them and go through them only once yeah. and do a couple of concise things. Now I took three things, I moved them into one thing. Mm -hmm. It's more clear. You know, I've just removed code and I have not removed any functionality. Well, one thing we haven't talked mm -hmm. about, but um, I do remember hearing this or talking, with this, uh, talking to you about this, is mm -hmm. um, reducing technical debt, does it not speed up and, and help with performance as well? Yeah, I mean, it, it helps with speed in almost all aspects. Speed of development, um, usually performance of the code, because almost all performance optimizations happen afterwards. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to optimize performance at the start. You have to kind of build stuff, see how it runs, and then, and then yeah, kind of go back it. and fix the performance. They call it basically premature optimization if you try to optimize something you haven't even finished building yet mm -hmm. because you're probably optimizing the wrong parts. Got it. And so anytime you can clean up those pieces, it might be like I, that example I said where you loop through three times. Not only does that clean up the code, mm -hmm. but that's probably going to go you know, at one-third the speed it, or the one third the amount of time it used to take yeah. because looping through all those things is a very slow process mm -hmm. and so if we can do the three actions we want to do in one set instead nice of your hands sets, though you're already improving I know in the in, in frame right <laughs> uh, hopefully um, 
you've got a performance speed improvement and you probably weren't even doing performance work then you were just doing code cleanup yeah. and you'll get performance there it's usually awesome. you get memory improvements too because you'll you're like hey i actually don't need these four variables I only need two and you clean those up um and go through it's it's almost always the way to do performance if i do a performance audit for anything that's the first thing i do because usually that both helps you fix performance automatically plus then now you can actually see where the performance problems are the simpler and the cleaner you make the code whereas if it's really complex you don't even know where the bad parts are Got it. So with all that said, um, what's our TLDR? Um, you should fix your technical debt so you don't drown or big men come and break your knees. Yeah, there's that. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the big men breaking knees, that sounds okay. like the worst thing we could actually ask for. <laughs> um, regarding technical debt, if you have any questions um, about that, throw them down below, subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you actually want financial help too, I'm sure Sean can help you. No, I, he probably can't help I you. I am not a financial advisor. <laughs> um, Hit us up on LinkedIn. What's your Twitter? Uh... First, you got to follow us on Facebook, or you can check out our blog at acromedia.com, or you can follow me on Twitter. You could reverse that. No, never.